Hey guys, this is Justin. Thank you for tuning in to the recording of our live episode from Comic Palooza 2016 last week. Uh, I want to give a quick thank you to all of our friends who stepped up and participated in our Tell Me a Funny Story segment. Several of our former guests and uh, other co-hosts of other shows that we are friends with participated and made the show a lot of fun. So thank you to all of you. I also want to apologize for the beginning of the show because I was running late and by the time I got there, the exhibitor lot in the back was full. So I had to drop everything off and then go find another parking spot. And by the time I made it to the room, we only had about five minutes to prepare. So I was rushing around like a chicken with his head cut off, drenched in sweat, trying desperately to get everything up and running in time. And then we had technical issues on top of that. And the convention staff were annoyed that some of the things had been unplugged, which wasn't even our fault. But uh, it was, (laughs) to say the least, a very stressful morning. Even so, we still managed to make the show happen, and I still think it was a lot of fun. Um, the beginning, you, as you will hear, uh, is Miguel running into the room with a pair of Batman underwear with a little cape attached to it, throwing what we called quote-unquote crotch candy, uh, which were ring pops that he had stuffed down his drawers, at the audience. So, <laughs> obviously, it was a fun show, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, I can't wait to do it again next year. Thank you to Comic Palooza for hosting us. Thank you to Microsearch for letting us use the room and host our live show. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this one, and I will see you back next week with our regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to the third annual live episode of Comical Podcast. Now, for those of you who don't know what just occurred, Miguel Garza ran into the room wearing Batman underwear with a cape attached to it, doing the bat tootsie and throwing ring pops to the audience. It was pretty excellent. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Come sit down, man. For those of you who don't know us, we're Comical Podcast. We do a comedy show all about comic books where every week we review books, we do interviews with creators, and uh, we do lots of fun giveaways and really bizarre, weird crap like this. So uh, (laughs) it it always gets weird, that's for sure. Uh, So I'm Justin Corbett, and this is... I'm tired. tired. Hello. I'm Miguel Garza. I'm on? Yes, you're on. (laughs) I don't think so. It's not projecting, it's just recording. Okay. Well, all righty then. You have to speak up. <laughs> and this is Heather. I'm Heather. Hi, how are y'all? She's I haven't been on the show in a while, but... Frequent guest of the show, although less so recently. Yeah. But we're not going to do this one like a typical show because we don't have a lot of comics to talk about this week. Instead, we're going to talk about Comicalooza, and then we're going to follow that up by talking one of our favorite segments, one of our audience's favorite segments, Tell Me a Funny Story. And each one of us has a great story for you guys. After we tell our funny stories, we're going to invite you guys up to tell us a funny story, and uh, everybody that does will receive a prize of some sort. 
So I'm going to let Heather go first because I know hers is just excellent. Oh, wait. And we're starting with that right out of the gate? Right out of the gate. Oh, my God. Wait. I don't remember my Or story. actually, no. We'll start, with, we'll start We'll talk about Comic Palooza for a minute first. Yeah. I think that'd so be better. My con's Thanks. been going uh, crazy. Normally, this is all I do. Normally, I just do the podcast and I go around and I interview people and do press, things like that. This year, something's different. I wrote a comic book. Uh, I partnered up with one of the hosts of Metal Geeks podcast, and we came up with a really cool book and finally got it printed, and we've been selling that at the booth all weekend, so that's what I've mostly been focused on. Uh, but today's going to be crazy because we're doing this, and then we have like six interviews lined up. <laughs> what? So, you want to add three? <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's a lot. Oh, man. <laughs> it's going to be a fun day, but also a very busy day. Uh, but the con's been great for me so far. We sold out of our entire collection of the books. Uh, we printed 125. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I'm really proud of that. We, George, George has two books left down at the table, and that's it. Once those are gone, they're gone. Text uh, him. I need one. The f- you already have one. Not for me, for my daughter. She sent me a picture. She sent me a note from Paris. She wants one. Okay. Signed. Okay. We we have we have uh, for the people that already requested one. We have them set aside. But everybody else, you know. It is what it is, but uh, come check out the booth anyways. We're down at 1900. We still have uh, prints. We're keeping one copy to like show to people so you guys can find out about it, find out about the story and stuff. It's really cool. That's mostly what I've been doing at Comic Palooza. What have you been doing? Well, I've been walking around taking pictures with a lot of people. If I see you out there dressed, I'm going to take a picture with you. I have my merman mask here today, wherever it went. It's in the box. Okay, it's in the box. <laughs> yeah, There's it, a head in the box. One of, <laughs> one of the things you guys don't know is that he also does the voice of Merman yes, from I do. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And today, I'm going to be embarrassed because um, I'm talking to the real Merman. Alan Oppenheimer, one of the voice actor guests from downstairs, is the actual voice of Merman on Masters of the Universe. So I'm going to get school. We're going to have Merman interview <laughs> Merman in a little while. It's going to be pretty fun. Sounds like a bad sex movie, man. <laughs> you're, well, I can't tell what you're into, you know? Well, what? I'm not one of those. What did Cameron call them yesterday? The little furry. Furries, right? Oh, yeah, that was a funny story. That's my funny story. Don't that? <laughs> That's right. not funny. Well, we'll save it then. Why don't you go ahead, Heather, and start us off with your funny story. Well, before I say that, I just want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yeah, round of applause. Uh, yeah. yeah, my own kid even told me happy Father's Day yet. I'm still waiting. You're not his real dad. Silence. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to speak so, up and project. So we went to, uh, Justin and I went to um, my friend, Ashley. She's also a cosplayer. And she's fabulous. And we went to her birthday party. She invited us. And uh, we came in at a really awkward moment. They were playing this game, uh, card game, kind of like similar to Cards Against Humanity. If any of you have ever played that, then you know. It's basically a game where you pick one thing and then you have to either match it up with that thing. Everybody gets seven cards. You pick a card, match it with that thing, and then whoever holds that card judges everybody else and picks the best. Yes. And, And you have to do accents. Yeah, this game was all about accents. It would give you things like Swedish or Brooklyn or Russian. And then whatever card you picked, you had to read in that accent. How you doing? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but the very first card we picked... Was orgasm. So talk <laughs> about an icebreaker at a party. So here you're, you walk into this game, and then all of a sudden you have to read whatever saying that you have on a card while pretending you're having an orgasm, which I'm sorry. In a room a little, full of people you never met before. I've never met any of these people. <laughs> I'm not about to get all like open and sharing. No, mine. but you did. You went, I, you, I, went I, you went for it. It was great. I, well, I think you're, you're either in or you're out. I think at that point you either. You have to be in, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, and, and not to mention everybody else had been drinking, so that helped them. 
neither one of us had and we were completely sober and that was really that was a sobering experience even more so well the really funny part is that i was the one who got to pick the card because i was a newcomer to the game and they let me choose so i chose orgasm and then i had to judge and she was one of the people so like i couldn't not give it to her <laughs> so even if she like fell flat she was still gonna win <laughs> anytime you have a chance to give your wife an orgasm. You have to. Exactly. Right, there you go. Right. And he fails most of the time, I'm just saying. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, wait Cameras. a minute. Where have you been? <laughs> I live in that house. Well, that's true. You do stay there a lot, quite a bit. Anyway, so that's my funny story. Talk about an icebreaker. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recommend that game if you're, you know. <laughs> play with friends, not with strangers. Yeah, play yeah. with friends, not with strangers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't play with people you don't know. All right, well, what do you got for us, man? All right. So as you know, people, I take a lot of photos with people out on the floor. I like doing that. you got to watch out. There's a lot of little kids here dressed up, and you're like, hey, that's a pretty good heart. Oh, my gosh, he's like 12. Walk away. You know, creepy old guy. Where, even though I have a horse mask and I'm doing it, it's still feel kind of creepy. Anyway, so walking around, there's this cool costume. I mean, it's like a fox. It's, like, really awesome. The head and everything is perfect. Like, this is freaking cool. And I, I walk up to him. I was like, hey, can I take a picture? Yeah, sure. And the guy's with her, I guess, her boyfriend or whatever. I'm like, all right. I'm like, holy shit, the mouth moves. I'm like, that is freaking awesome. My boy goes, his brother, Mike, you don't want to do that. What? It's a furry. So what? What are you again? And the guy goes, it's a fox. Oh, okay, all right, cool. So I took a picture, and we walked away. And I, I walk and see him like, I took a picture with a fox, but Cameron called it something. I don't even know what it was. He's it's like, a it's furry, a furry. Dumbass. What are you talking about? <laughs> they have sex in those things? Like, What? <laughs> I'm hugging this thing, and how this does, thing. How does his like 14 year old kid know what a furry is? And he yeah, doesn't. No, that blew my mind. He's 16. Okay, he's 16. Okay, so the whole joke was they were making fun of me the entire day. Was that my 16 year old knew more about it than I did, and he was laughing at me while I'm hugging on this stupid thing, and the horse mask is all up on it. And these people probably thought I was the same type of person. Well, they thought you were a brony. They thought you were a brony at least because you were wearing the horse. Dude, mask. my horse mouth does not open up like theirs. There's no ah, no. <laughs> I've seen you do that a few but, times. Uh, but yeah, so he went home and told the story to my wife. So I got even bigger joke, bigger laugh at me, like, oh, you're so country ass. That's what I got. Did, did Anita know what a furry was? Yes. Of course she did. Mr. School teacher. I don't know. No, dude, I'm not sheltered. I'm just not around the freaks. I mean, I hang with you most of the time, but still. So come how, on. How do you not know? I don't know. There's some things I don't do know I've been exposed research. to yet. I mean, hell, I just ran in here with underwear with candy inside my drawers. That's true. And she's actually eating one. Yes, that's very brave of you. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so that was my funny story. I did have a poop story today, which everybody likes my poop stories. I was nervous for you people, man. Seriously, because I got to ratchet up every year. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to do that. And I really didn't have anything planned. And we were running behind, so I was really nervous. So before I left the house, I had to go to the bathroom. Sorry, I know nobody likes to hear poop stories, but I had to go. It was nasty. He walked by the door. Good Lord, I'm not going in there. So, so I walked out. We got to Kroger, picked up my cousin. It's like, dude, I got to go again. What the hell? Ran in there, had one of those that you know that goes out and comes back in. It just would not come out. Like, damn it, get out of me. <laughs> so, so finally got it out. <laughs> then it took That's like, a lot of information, man. <laughs> then it took like 10 <laughs> minutes to finish wiping. Kroger toilet paper is not good, I'm telling you right now. It's John Wayne toilet paper. Don't, it's rough and stuff and don't take shit off of nobody. So I sat in there for 20 minutes trying to wipe it out. I'm just saying, man. There you go. It's old man problem. At least it didn't go through. At least, you know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do this. What are you doing? <laughs> toilet paper, you know. I didn't have my dude wives. Woo! <laughs> Where's the royal wiper? There he is. Where are they at, man? Oh, okay. <laughs> you're fired. Seal, you're hired. <laughs> Your turn, sir. All right. Well, you know how Facebook does all those uh, quizzes, like who would be your lover or who do you look like and crap like that? I'm right here. 
I know. You keep getting me on all those. I, don't remember why. I, I did one the other day. I said you were going to be the guy to come love me or something. I'm like, what the? No, delete because the wife would never let it's, me live that It's down. a little unsettling, i got to tell you. I don't know what it is. But uh, Heather found one a few nights ago. We were sitting on the couch watching TV, and it was, uh, how well do you know your vagina? And she starts looking at it, and she's punching a man. She she's goes, "Looking at her vagina." No, no, no. The, oh, the, quiz. the quiz, the quiz, the quiz. Oh, okay. And she got yeah, like, a, he's like, you know, those random quizzes that oh, come up on Facebook, worse. and then you're annoyed, worse. but then you're like, wait, I want to take the quiz. Am I smart enough? Do I actually know this shit? So then you're like taking the stupid ass quiz. You took it, and you got like a seventy something. <laughs> yeah, I failed. And well, she's like, it was well, like, it was like anatomy pictures. Okay. She, she's like, this is ridiculous. Like, Why don't you take it? So she hands it to me, and I'm so like, annoyed. boom, 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 boom. You're of a genius. <laughs> I was needless I'm to say, adding I was that to my uh, resume. Yeah, <laughs> We've had a discussion like this once before. I'm pretty impressed. All right. <laughs> Never do I want to hear you mention me again. <laughs> you are now the genius. I, I'm waiting for the one that's how well do you know your penis quiz? I'm going to make you take that one. Well, I know it very well. Thank you. It's going to say you're a pianist. <laughs> a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for our funny stories. Does anybody in the audience have a funny story for us they'd like to come up and share and win a prize? We have a lot of great stuff. We have a couple of prints that were donated by local artists, Devin Craft and James Linares. And then we have four prints from my comic book, Speak No Evil. We have one of the very few copies of the preview book for Speak No Evil still up here, and it's signed by both me and George Tripsis, the other writer. Nobody wants that. And then we also have... Two copies of Frank Barberi's new book, The Revisionist, signed by him. Everybody wants two that. Two copies of Matt Rosenberg's new book, you say Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, also signed by him and the artist Tyler Boss. Yeah. And then we also have three pop figures. So you can take your pick of anything you want if you come up here and just tell us a funny story. What the hell? We don't move. be you afraid. Wanna, you want to come tell us? Come on up here. Can't. Yeah. Yeah, give her a round of applause, guys. Funny mind. story she tells. She has a Yoda shirt on. Props for the shirt. Yeah, that's awesome. What's your name? Angelique. Angelique. Nice to meet you. I'm Justin. Now, what is up with our phones? So, um, my son and I, we decided to take a weekend vacation. We were meeting some friends up in Kima, but we couldn't get any rooms in Kima, so we had to go down to the little town next to Kima. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the pictures on the internet look great. <laughs> <clears throat> so, <laughs> when we get there, we check in, and I can't find the room. It's in a little courtyard. And I said, well, where is room 101? Because I can't find it. She said, oh, it all the way down, far corner, round behind the ice machine. I said, okay. So we go in, and I drop my bags, and I go to turn the lights on, and I hear my son, who never curses, say, what the hell? And I turn around, and there is a um, mirror over the bed, and there is strobing lights. <clears throat> strobing lights. <laughs> around the room and there's you know the room floor the floor literally like lights up and there's like black light wow. paintings all over the place i said don't unpack i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so i go down i said um i need another room she said oh but that's the that's the upgrade you got the you got the jacuzzi for you and your husband i said no that's my kid <laughs> and i need another room she said okay i show you other room she takes me down, shows me the room. The other room has a pole. I said, we'll keep the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Pick a, pick a prize. Pick a prize. That is the best. Oh, she picked the best one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's not what he wanted. Thanks for sharing that, Angelique. <laughs> Who's next? Awesome. Somebody else come up here and tell us a funny story. Hey, I want to hear the funny story from the son's perspective. I was like, I was like ooh, my mom. Come on, Johnny. Uh. Get up for Johnny Dim, everybody. Woo! 
just real quick, my daughter and me were also mistaken for lovers, and I'm like, both me and my daughter looked at the window like, what the fuck is wrong with you? One, one time he got pulled over in was New Mexico because they thought he was kidnapping her. Yes. Brown man with a white hostage. What the hell? Profiled every time. Hey, Johnny, why don't you tell him who you are and where you're from? Uh, yeah, I'm Johnny, um, or Johnny Dem, if you listen to my show. Uh, we're on a podcast called Warpod. Um, who? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, uh, but uh, my uh, my story. Okay, this is a weird story, and I, I'm kind of nervous about telling it because I'm not sure if everyone gets the quite the humor that uh, that that is in it. But anyway, Miguel just talked about taking two. Shits. I know, right? Oh, come so, on, come I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. I said be. that to ease everybody out so they yeah. can figure anything's game. Okay, so this this story is actually a story um, I was not awake for, but I was present. That sounds weird. Um, but um, sounds like a bad night at my house. I know, right? <laughs> no, so so my my best friend, uh, his name is uh, Marlon. We call him mutual friend Marlon on the show because uh, he's not often on the show. So me and Zach, we you say you know mutual friend Marlon, and he's got these cousins that live in San Antonio. And uh, we went down there. It was the first time I had been to their house, and it was a bunch of us were having fun and. Um, they do this weird thing down there where they like barbecue, but they like don't start barbecuing till like one o'clock in the morning. That's when they start. Um, so I, I was crashing, you know, uh, I was falling asleep. So I went, they have this weird apartment thing where there's two, it's a house and then there's a, a building that's like a two apartments. They're twins and they, one's in each room. Anyway, so we go back around. I was going to go to sleep to the one that we weren't partying in. And, um, so I'm there. I was, I was in a different room sleeping. Marlon at one point apparently was, uh, being eyed, uh, by, a friend of theirs um he was the only gay guy at the party and um so marlon goes at one point he goes back to uh to sleep but where near i where i was and um but he got followed uh by his admirer and um so they're, they're sitting in marlon's this i don't know i don't know how he even got to this point but he's laying there and then the gay guy's laying there and they're just, they're hanging out i don't know why he didn't ask him to leave at that point <laughs> but um anyway so um, there's a lot of there's a lot of silence for a while, and um, and then his his friend, the gay guy, he's he goes, hey Marlon, um, <clears throat> promise you won't get mad. Nope. And Marlon's like, what? <laughs> he goes, promise you won't get mad. And he says this several times, and and Marlon just keeps saying no, no. He says, uh, I want to suck your dick. <laughs> so, and and I know this is, sounds really weird, but um, hey man, there's kids in the room. I know, right? <laughs> And he just keeps, and Marlon just keeps saying no, no, you know, and um, so there's this long silence, and then um, and he goes, walk me back to the other apartment, please. And so they they walks, he walks him all the way back, and um, so the funny part about this story was, I guess for me, for us being there was uh, the story. Somehow that everybody finds out that everything else is going on. So we all go back to the uh, the the main house, and then like by by nine o'clock in the morning. His parents, like like everybody knows, and it was, it was just a little funny. We so we 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 poke fun, and it was it was all in good humor. But that was pretty much it. So we we just every once in a while we we look to Marlon and we just go, promise you won't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. pretty good. Yeah, that's it. That's good. Yeah, that's a mess up. Took a while to get there. Which <laughs> Pick a prize, Johnny. Yeah, that's, that's pretty insane. That every who else has one? Well, we listen to your podcast, by the way. I'm just busting balls. Oh. You got one. Yeah, Jenny. Everybody give it up for Jenny. One time I put these underwears on her head <laughs> with my sweat. Jenny's been on the show before, at least ooh, once. Ah, ooh, ah. Hi, I'm 
Jenny, aka Tortilla Chip Tor- Number One. Tortilla Chip Number One. If any right. of you guys read there, yeah, there's a comic comic strip, strip on their show. show every week. Uh, yeah. The artist Chris Ryder did one of the prints we're giving away as well, but he created oh, a Tortilla Chip. Uh, it's like a henchman yeah. for a for Tortilla Man, man. <laughs> in our comic strip, and it's based on Jenny. Anyway. <laughs> That that's a whole nother story. Yes. <laughs> Go back to the oh, the episode where me and Heather crack it up. That's anyway, right. so fairly short and sweet, and we'll see how funny this is. Okay, um, I apologize to my boyfriend in advance. About <laughs> no, it's not about you. It's about a past boyfriend. There you go. Okay, so I had a boyfriend wait late high school senior year, many eons ago. Surprise. But. <laughs> Um, we broke up and then we just became friends and we hung out once a week just to kind of keep ties, be friends, that kind of thing. Um, he was going through hard times. So I was trying to be a friend. Um, there was a local bar on the U of H campus. I don't remember what it's called now, but, um, we used to go there and hang out have a couple drinks, that kind of thing. I get a phone call from my sister and she's like, Hey, we're having a cookout. Why don't you come? Sure. Well, I'm with you know, so-and-so, and and so, you know, should I bring him along? Yeah, sure. So I bring him along. Little did I know, he was already three sheets to the wind. Um, Luckily, I drove. So we get there, start to eat, sit down with my whole family. He's already familiar with them. He sits down right next to my dad. And as they normally do, they just kind of crack jokes, push each other's buttons, that kind of thing. Promise you won't get mad? And promise you don't get mad. <laughs> and, from a, and it was kind of like that. I get this kind of look from him from across the table, and all of a sudden he turns to my dad, and I don't know how the conversation started, but I kind of ignored the glance and started talking to my sister, and all of, all of a sudden all I hear is vagina. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Turns out he's decided to have a conversation. He's been drinking already, and my sister gave him more to drink. And he's talking to my dad, not only about vagina, but my vagina. (laughs) And obviously I wanted him to stop. I had no control of the situation. It was gone at that point. And my dad, luckily being the very calm person he was, just realized this was a very drunk guy and just laughed it off, which, you know, probably saved the guy's life. But, yeah, very short and sweet. But, yeah, so I ended up just sitting at a table with my entire family and this guy's ex-boyfriend at the time having a conversation about my vagina with my father. Wow. So that was great. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Exactly, Rob. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) Wow. Well, thank you, Jenny. Just set it down. And uh, you can pick a prize. In addition to the underwear that you've apparently already won. <laughs> okay, Rob. Rob, on, yes, on, Rob Zip. Come tell us a funny story. This should be good. Well, hey, I don't, um, excuse me, my voice is kind of gone. So um, for people that don't know me, I'm Rob. Hello. Um, and I don't know how funny a story it is. I just want to kind of tell a story about something that happened here at Comic Palooza. Um, I think I've already told you this, but uh, there's this like industrial metal band called fear factory at the convention um they're not a huge band but they've been around for what 20 25 years they're pretty big in the metal scene i mean well yeah yeah sure sure for people in that 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 like that genre of music they're definitely well known they've toured they've toured a lot 
Um, and the singer is originally from Houston, so it was kind of cool that they were here. Oh my gosh, I'm going through puberty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I was like, cool. I, their new album is great. Yeah. And so I was excited to to meet them, as I know you were. And uh, at first, yeah. So nice. I went. So I went to their table, and uh, you know, I've gone to. A, I know comic conventions are different, but I, I've typically uh, records and CDs. I've never had to pay to get signed. Usually, like, oh, you you bought this, you know, we'll sign it for you. Or your press, and they'll just do it. For well, free well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I'm yeah. press and an exhibitor, and uh, they were charging thirty dollars each uh, for their autographs. So that so yeah. their handle was like it would be sixty dollars. I went I went to, to their to uh, their concert in February. And I brought the two tickets to get them to sign, and they tried to charge me that too. And I was like, "Really? I already paid for your show." Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's weird. They, they haven't been. This is their very first convention. They didn't know what was going on. And and honestly, I don't think it's necessarily their fault either because it was their handlers that were um, being pushy. Being pushy, and, and then <laughs> and then the, the the lady the lady was like, "Well, if you get both of them, we could probably do it for fifty, but it was it was cash only." And I was like, I don't even have that much on me. And she's like, well, just talk to the guys and just see what happens or whatever. So I'm talking to him, and Bert, Burton has this comic book. It's his comic book, which is kind of cool, for $80. It was, he, had, he had more <laughs> copies on Friday, and I bought one on Friday for $30 yeah. and got him to sign it. Yeah, but so they've spiked the price. So, as soon as they got so low yeah, on. Friday it was thirty. On Saturday, when I talked to him, it was eighty because he said he only had three copies left. Whatever, dude. And so I'm just talking to him. I was like, "Yeah, man, I remember seeing you guys back in the day, or whatever." And you know, I was talking to Dino about fat guys and what kind of shoes we wear and stuff like that. <laughs> um, uh, and so he's like, "Well, how much money do you got on you?" And I'm like, "I got twenty bucks." Like, all right, we'll sign a CD for twenty bucks. So both of them signed it from twenty instead of sixty, and uh, you wore them down, Rob. I, I wore them down. I wore them down. That's my funny story. If you talk Pretty to awesome. me, and and probably uh, me telling this story right now is wearing everyone in the room down. So, um, con- congratulations and thank you very much. <laughs> Let um, it be known, Rob pays for it. So, so my friend just—if you didn't hear it on the recording—my friend just said, "How much can they pay me to get me to stop talking?" And that is a very good question. <laughs> I, I am Cut it. I am open for auctioning off the rights for me to stop talking. I'll start off at a dollar. One hundred dollars. You got a dollar? A, a uh, high five? He'll give you a low two. A low Whoa, two. No low, low two. No low twos. Come on. What's that? Get him one of the kickstarts. One of the kickstarts. Yeah, one of these. Um, no, I'm already on an upper. I'm I'm taking. <laughs> wow, this is you on an upper. Yeah. Uh, well, what's it called? Yeah, don't give uh, him something that's gonna make him crash. I'm on uh, Vivance. Vi- Vi- Vivance. Hey, that's good. Vivance. I, that I almost died. Yeah. That's yeah. Woo. Woo. But it's yeah, it's prescribed. Cool. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you need stuff, I got stuff. So Come see me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My stuff I also want to say, um, I used to do some podcasting well, stuff. Um, I know a couple of you guys Jeez. might remember me for that, but um, I haven't done any of that in a while. But I like talking, uh, especially in front of people. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rob. 
Uh, all right. Pick, pick a prize, Rob. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Rob. And I love your shirt. Josh, you got a, got a funny story for us? Batman. Woo! Putting you on the spot. He's not in his end castle. I'm calling, I'm calling the other <laughs> podcasters up because I know they're... Uh, that one time, Miguel came fun. to my house and took a nasty crap in my bathroom and smelled the same. <laughs> yes, I did. Did you? Yeah, did you? done it a few times. I don't remember. Remember I had um, to step away? <laughs> okay, so let me think for a second. Funny. Nice shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I picked it up. Some, some, some up-and-coming hot new company with this uh, book that's coming out, like... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's gray bear, that's gray bear with an R, not gay bear. Like I always <laughs> say. That's that's a funny story too. When we first when we first made the logo, when we first put out the name for the book, the first we asked our artist friends to help us create an image for it, and the very first thing we got back was like a BDSM bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have laughed. We laughed really hard at the one James sent. <laughs> They know you. Uh, but I guess Genius. keeping with that theme, because I, I was over there sitting there, I was like, oh, man, I hope he doesn't call on me. <laughs> no, he's going <laughs> to. It's still relatively early in the morning, and I, I, I think I told the only funny story. I don't know. Diabetic, man, I can't have all that sugar. You're going to kill me, which might be funny. Um, I, I think I already used my funny story when we were on. Uh, Surely you have more I, than one. I have more, but I was sitting there thinking, man, I can't think of anything. And it, it dawned on me. Uh, once, uh, once you told your story, I was like, oh, gay. Okay, great. Here we go. All right. Uh, well, my co-host JD and I went, we went to, um, podcast movement last year in Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. So we get there and, um, we, we both have beards. We're both a little burly. And uh, one of the first people we meet there is a fellow podcaster, and he comes up to us, and for whatever reason, his face just was lit up. I, I, I mean, man, he looked excited. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm Derek. Nice to meet you, whatever. And, uh, and I was like, man, this guy's super nice. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And then later on, we went uh, out for lunch, and we're walking back. And I see the, a couple of guys walking down the sidewalk, and they, they, you know, they were dressed kind of fancy, but I didn't think anything about it. And they stopped us, and they're like, uh, hey, yeah, we're, they saw our badges. Like, oh, where are you going? Oh, podcast uh, convention thing over here. And it's all, oh, yeah, what's that all about? And it didn't dawn on me that they were an interracial gay couple that was looking at us as we were some sort of bear couple. Um, <laughs> but they started asking all these questions. It finally clicked on me. It's like, uh, no, that's not, that's, it's not that kind of convention. But for Dude, I totally, I, I'm the fat bearded guy too. I am the poster bear guy. Like, I've had gay guys hit on me so much. <laughs> like, I never get hit on by women, ever. But like... He does get hit on by gay them. dudes he just all the time. What? It. Yeah. No. And it, but it, it 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 didn't make me feel uncomfortable or anything. I, I take it as a compliment, honestly. But it, a lot of times they get us confused as being brothers, which I see that makes the whole thing even a little bit weirder. <laughs> but uh, keeping it in the family. No, we get we get that a lot. Uh, and to me, that's you know, that's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you kind of put me on the spot. So, hey, buddy, promise you won't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least the guy asked first, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. That's right? True. He did that's ask. true. 
I mean, thanks, know. man. Everybody give Josh a round of applause. Yeah. Pick a prize, man. I mean, you're no Steve Orlando. Yeah, you always got to get consent first. <laughs> Bill, you got a funny story for us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody give Bill a hand. Come on, Bill. I got one of Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a he wants to go sit down. down. <laughs> I tried to leave when I first got <laughs> The Forgotten Minion, everybody. The Forgotten Minion. <laughs> 42. That's right. Uh, actually, I thought I was just going to have to answer a question about whether Penis Man was a real superhero or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I want the Matt Rosenberg book, so... That's a good choice. <laughs> so anyway, last year was my first year. I, I started working with Comic Palooza, and uh, it's the first time I brought my wife and my, at that time thirteen-year-old daughter to the con with me because we got we got a room at the Hilton, and uh, we come down here. They're they're new to this type of environment and everything. So my daughter's an expiring cosplayer, also. So I had a busy day at the con. I decided to take a break, go back to the room, and they're going to kill me if the story gets out. <laughs> by the way. I go back to the room, and this is to piggyback on your story a little bit. And my wife is lounging on the bed, and I walk in, and I'm like, where's my daughter? The door to the bathroom opens, and someone dressed as a furry comes out in the dog costume. <laughs> I'm like, long silence. Finally, my daughter takes it off and says, look at the cosplay costume mom bought me. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we had to have a little talk about why she actually couldn't go back on the show, on the exhibitor floor wearing that, and like she just wears it as like a nightgown during the winter now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. Top <laughs> that. Oh, Anybody man. else, Dave? You got a. We're asking other people to come up and tell us a funny story. Everybody always says it's so easy and thinks it's really easy for us to do it on the show, so we're asking other people to come up and try. I know you got Carrie stories. Come on. <laughs> George, you got one in the meantime? Give it up for George, everybody. <laughs> gay bear. I mean, gray bear. <laughs> the other gray bear, right? Yes. Gay bear. <laughs> Hello? Is this working? Y'all getting yeah, a little close to each other now? You should have to speak up. I have to speak up? Yeah. Cool. Okay, that's not a problem for me. Carrie always yelling at me for turning it down. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Everyone good? Yeah, all right. I was trying to think of a funny story on the way up here because you told me prior, think of a funny story to tell. And I was like, fuck, what am I going to say? I planted seeds. I tried to prepare some of you. <laughs> so on the way up here, I was thinking, man, I should tell like a pooping in the pants story. Like, you know, shitting yourself. Well, we love those. Yeah. But it's not about me, I promise. Hey, I have a can't friend. tell stories about me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, so yesterday, Andrew, our helper, my best friend, and he was helping us out with our booth yesterday. Uh, we went to dinner and we were start talking about uh, his uh, bachelor party at New Orleans, uh, and we were like shit faced drunk, like couldn't see straight drunk. And uh, next morning, we decided to keep on drinking to not have a hangover, as you normally would, right? Yep. Uh, so, uh, we figured, oh man, we're hungry and, but we have to leave. <laughs> what will be the easiest thing to do to eat and, you know, still get the new Orleans experience. We're in new Orleans, by the way, uh -oh. I didn't explain that. Uh, so we thought cafe du monde would be a great idea. So we all had like three plates of beignets and we thought, oh man, what would be great with beignets? Chocolate milk. <laughs> for those who are listening I'm shaking my head very badly it's not a good idea don't drink a lot 
eat a fuckload of beignets and chocolate milk. (laughs) (laughs) So we're uh, driving back to Houston, and little did we know it was going to be gridlock traffic, like bumper to bumper. And maybe 10 minutes into the drive, all of us started like on our bellies. We're like, oh, something's wrong, dude. (laughs) It's an alien. (laughs) And then, like, all of a sudden we start smelling rotten eggs. Andrew's Uh in the back. You know, farting his ass off, and he's laughing. We don't know why he's laughing, but he's laughing. We're like, "Man, what's that horrible smell?" And then eventually, he's like crying, laughing. And he's like, "Dude, I can't hold it anymore. I can't hold it." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean you can't hold it anymore? We're on a bridge." And anybody who's been to New Orleans, there's a giant bridge between Texas and yeah. Louisiana like where there's no miles. shoulder. You can't get off. Like seven miles. Or and something. we're bumper to bumper traffic. Longer than that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, rightfully so, uh, Andrew says, well, let me out. I'm going to fucking shit my pants. <laughs> and um, Ass out the window. So I let him out, and I was like, all right, man, no, no trap. We're not moving, so just stick your ass over the bridge. You'll be all right. <laughs> the funny part was, as soon as he got out to, like, put his ass over the bridge. Oh, it came? Uh, the traffic started moving. Oh. Not just kind of moving. <laughs> Not just kind of moving, but it was moving really fast, like 20 miles an hour. He's like, then he's, like, pulling up his pants, running along the side, and he's wearing these giant cowboy boots, clanking. And at the same time, he needed to pee, so he was trying to do all of that at once. Jesus. Needless to say, me and his uh, best man in the car, we were crying laughing. Those people don't like shit jokes. I guess not. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's my funny story. Uh, I was dying laughing in the restaurant when we were reminiscing. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a great one. So did, they, they, did he drop it? I mean, or did he? Uh, no, he held it because uh, we eventually all had to poop. And uh, we went to the next station. Their bathroom was out of order. Oh, so God. we went across the highway, and they only had a half of a bathroom. Uh, so like, there's no door on the stall. Uh-huh. So I had Andrew like, block the door for me while I pooped. And then he pooped. Nice. We all took turns. <laughs> Teamwork. It was teamwork. Teamwork make, teamwork make the dream work is what we called it that day. I hope you were squatting. Squatting. <laughs> but anyway, that's my shit story and a funny story, I guess. It's pretty funny, man. Everybody oh, my God. That was really good. Is he coming today? Yeah, he'll be here. All right. You can, tell, you can not t- ask him, like, dude, you shit your pants? He's going to probably, yeah, I did. <laughs> You're the shitter. Pick a prize, man. Dave, you ready for us? Man, these speaking of evil prints look great. Are these up for grabs too? Yeah. yeah. Hey, get off my Kickstarters. You get a real price, too. Okay. <laughs> it's like I gotta wake up. That was a really shitty story, George. <laughs> I'm Dave from the Metal Geeks podcast. How's everybody doing? Woo! I've been, uh, I was metal. given encouragement to, to share this story, so uh, permission has been given. Um, it's not as great as George's story, I don't think, though. Anyway, Thursday night, we're up here kind of late setting up for our booth. We got here much later than I had anticipated. And our, uh, I, I run the uh, Geekazoid booth down in the Artist Alley, and um, thank you, sir. Geekazoid's a great company, man. We were um, well behind schedule, and the setup for this show is huge. It's twice the size of what we usually do, and so I'm scrambling. And uh, I have my, uh, my, our friend and helper, Jeff, is there with us, and we're getting all of our in- infrastructure laid out. And our good friend, Rob Zip, comes around the corner. And being Rob Zip, he's all friendly and hugs, and we love Rob. And I get the feeling that Rob's been at the bottle a little bit, but it's cool. Rob's walking around, so he had been here to help Dirk Strangely and was at the moment free to wander and came to offer his services to help us build out 
And uh, so he goes, hey, is there anything I can do to help? And I can kind of, I can see where, where we're going. So I'm like, but I, pre- but I do appreciate this sentiment. I really do. And Rob's a good guy. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and knock this thing out. And I'm like, okay, Rob, come over here. I'm going to have you build up this rack. Here's what you do. Here's a piece. Here's this other piece. This goes in here like this. You've got to match this piece with this other piece. And these things don't always match together, so you've got to get the right pair. And I'm just like throwing all this information at him. And then I hand him a set, and I go, go. You're going to build one that looks like that. And he stands there for a minute and looks at the stuff in his hands. And he goes, Dave, I just can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I just can't. <laughs> but but I tried. <laughs> I'm like, all right, thanks, Rob. We'll see you around, buddy. <laughs> that is fantastic. Actually, I was in the car driving with Justin the other night, and he said we were talking about being outside because he never goes outside. No, I went outside uh, three weeks ago when a friend of ours was working oh, on fixing right. my car. That's right. And I was outside for three hours and got this horrendous sunburn. I was as red as this thing. He was. Like three he really hours. Was. It was really bad. He's a little too and, white. Uh, I told Miguel at work the next day, I can't go outside, man. I'm an inside friend. You got to keep <laughs> me inside. Like I just don't. I don't do the outside thing. But 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 we were in the car driving and he was like really burned and. I, he was complaining. He's like, yeah, I just can't go outside. I just can't even. And that was it. That's all he said. I was like, did you just say I can't? I, I just can't, can't even. even. I can't even. So I understand. I understand. It was, it was rumplements, by the way. Oh. Rumplements. Oh. It, it gives you that nice peppermint breath, but also a very boozy breath. So it's <laughs> completely <laughs> obvious to everyone. <laughs> From like a Especially to Dave. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What about anybody else? Anybody seal. else have a funny story they want to share with us? It's yeah, seal. seal. I seal. see him over there. You can't hide back there. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Notice this guy's, this guy's a true fan. He's wearing the horse minion shirt. That's right. Hardcore minion. Hi everybody. I'm Seal. So two years ago, Comic Palooza, my first time here, I was meeting up with a bunch of friends. We were like, hey, let's go make a day of it. So it was, I think it was the Saturday. So it was just jam-packed. It was great. And we're having a lot of fun. About halfway through the day, you know, you kind of start hitting that lull. It's like, okay, let's take a break. Go off to the side here. Get out of the crowd. Everybody, you know, get a drink and a snack, something. I was like, okay. And, you know, of course, I got my friends and their kids, and they're hitting, you know, the the snack stands and sodas. And I was like, I'm going to go over there and get a beer. And because it was funny because, like, for about 30 minutes before that, I'm like, is there a place I can get a beer around here? And then finally I saw one of the little bars. I was like, oh, I'm going to go line up over there. So I get in line, and I'm behind. I got Alice in Wonderland in front of me. And then I got Zatanna walking up behind me. with her. And I'm like, this is so surreal. Like, this is great. This is like the greatest day ever. And so we, you know, we're waiting in line, getting up to the bar. Alice gets up to the bar, and she's like, all right, give me a double vodka. And dude pours it, and she just, whoom, and she's like, oh, God, my feet are, this is so great. I needed that. And we're all like, damn. And she's like, okay, now give me a beer. And he's like, you got to go get back in line again. She's like, what? He's like, yeah, I poured you a double. Texas law, it's like, that counts as two drinks. And that's all I can serve you at one time. And so that starts this whole back and forth. And I'm just like, I just wanted a beer, man. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have the solution. I was like, give me two beers. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, that's awesome. Thanks. She's like, you know what? I'm going to buy you. A, I'm going to buy your drink. So she hands me the money. 
he wouldn't let her hand the money over. So she hands me the money. I'm like, yeah, give me two of those and hand her the money, get her change, hand her her change in the in her beer, and you know, cheers, have a great day. Didn't see them again. Didn't see her again the rest of the day. It was so weird. And I go running back to my friends. Dude, you're never going to believe what just happened. And they're like, what? Allison Wonderland just bought me this beer. And they're like, oh, you're full of crap. So <laughs> the rest of the day, nobody believed me. If I'm like, it happened. I swear it happened. So to this day, it's possible that it didn't happen. I hallucinated the whole thing. He tells me things like that all the time. <laughs> and I just don't believe him. <laughs> Pick a prize, Seal. A true fan. He drives from San Antonio to come out here to see us. Such a great guy. Good choice, man. Yeah. Good Anybody choice. else? Anybody else got a funny oh, story? You got, got one? Stuff up here. No, Brayden's like, no. No, leave I ain't talking. You ain't getting Brayden, me up here. Come on, Brayden. You have one? There's one time I walked by the bathroom and I saw my dad's butt. Oh! Funny story. <laughs> I'm sure Brayden has a bunch of stories. I have no doubt. Yeah, tell some stories about Miguel. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, Rick, you need to tell a funny story. So how's, how's, your, uh, how's your podcast going, Rob? I mean, Rick, sorry. Whoa. Uh, I'm, I'm looking one. at Rob. No, okay. <laughs> Hello. Mexicano. I don't see color. Oh, yeah, you do. I can lift my sleeve and go, then, you know, you can see a little white there. Uh, our podcast, we're still building it up, trying to get all our stuff together. We're going to be Critical Thinking Podcast, me and my best friend, uh, Kyle. The guy that fixed this car and had him out in yeah. the sun for three hours. This car kept him out in the sun for three hours. I have a question. Did you intentionally name your podcast... With the AL emphasized, like actually, it wasn't my idea; it was his. That's really funny. <laughs> that was his idea. Their, their podcast. If you look at our logo, it's comic, and the AL is different. So, we constantly get asked, "Who's Al?" There's no damn Al. <laughs> There's no Al. In the podcast. <laughs> but these guys have been listening to us for so long. They started a podcast called Critic Al Thinking, but they, they emphasized the Al as well, like as an homage to us. Which I thought was really mm-hmm. cool, man. That was my idea. It was his, and I was like, we went with it because it sounded really good, and that nobody had it. So we're like, yes. He didn't want to do anything with us, man. He's cutting us off. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I guess my funny stories. I got several of them, but with uh, me and my friend, uh, back way before I, because you can tell I haven't been in the gym in a while. <laughs> we used to go to the gym all, all the time. All right. Now, what? when you now when you're going to the gym and you're actually doing well, what are you on? High protein, lots of veggies, right? So we're at the treadmills and yeah i was still kind of a big guy then still and my friend's here beside me on my left and i'm on the right of him 10 treadmills down there's a black lady talking with her trainer of course the high protein broccoli diet goat kicks in on my friend bad gas but they're silent and so we're sitting there going and i'm here on the treadmill running running and i kind of stop look going the hell is that smell I was like, oh, my God. I turn and I look at him. He has this Kool-Aid smile just running. And I said, you mother. <laughs> and he just sits there and just, like, he's still smiling away. Two seconds later after I said that, 10, 12, 15, 10 minutes down, there's a black lady. Who did that? <laughs> oh, my God. And I was all like. I said, dude, I tapped him because he's listening to his ear. I said, dude, I can't believe you did that. I go, she's going to blame me for it because I always blame the big guy. And he goes, he goes, yeah, he's just laughing. So we keep on going. He lets out the worst one ever. Hits me. I'm trying not to gag. That's how bad it was. I'm like, oh, my God. And I was like, I should move. But I'm almost done. I got five more minutes. I can deal with it. I'm here going, there's a black lady at the end. 
Oh, screw this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> and she gets off and hightails it out of the area. And there's my friend running on the treadmill, arm at the, at the high, Kool-Aid smile. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe this just happened. And she's going to blame me for this, not him. That's a, that's a problem with being a big guy, right? <laughs> yes. What you get blamed for? You get blamed for everything for being... That's, that's my that funny story. One, that was a great one. Here we give a round of applause. I'll make sure I let something go today at your house. Oh. <laughs> was there anybody else out there that wants to tell a funny story? Who wants to go again? I think Miguel wants to go again. What? No, I don't. <laughs> well, we do have a few prizes left to give away still. Uh, are there any questions? We could do that. Anybody want to ask us anything? Our podcast airs every Monday morning. Uh, we record it over the weekend, and we usually release it uh, Monday around 2 a.m., uh, but you can find it anytime. Uh, just go to comicalpodcast.com, or we're on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. It's all free, free downloads. We have 121 episodes, right? 122. 122, yeah. yeah. That's right. been going strong at this for three years. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. <laughs> he didn't. He years. did yeah. not want to do it. That is so true. Man. It was That's like a funny story, teeth. too, how I strong-armed him into doing this. Cause <laughs> Use the wife card, man. It's terrible. Well, you keep saying that, but really, I just made you feel bad because I spent a bunch of money on equipment. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to do it. Hey, I just bought all the equipment. Trips. We're good to go. <laughs> I, kept tell, I kept telling him I wanted... Huh? Now, Yeah, now he won't shut up. That's exactly what, what I always say, but... I wanted, to, I wanted to do the podcast, and I, uh, I was a big fan of podcasts, and I kept talking to him about it, and he's like, I just don't think I'm funny. I don't think I should do it. And then uh, I was like, no, nah, we should, we should. We need to like, pull the money and buy the stuff. He didn't want to put any money into it, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it. So I bought it, and he's like, well, now I feel bad. And I was like, well, you got to come over and do at least one now. And uh, we never stopped since then. We've taken like, I don't know, maybe four weeks off that entire three-year period. And that's about it. Yep. <laughs> Craziness. Pretty never awesome. ends. I need some questions. I need something. Come on. There we go. <laughs> Don't ask that question. <laughs> Damn it, you mean, man. You mean how Shut long up, does it take <laughs> Well, you do not edit because of me. I'm putting that out there right now. First, it, it depends a lot on how he perfor- how he performs on the episode. <laughs> um, he says some things that. Uh, they're, they're, they're not offensive or anything. He just says things in the. He starts in the middle of a sentence sometimes, or he says things that are factually inaccurate. Are we still with that? What do you mean factually inaccurate? Well, you don't know what you're talking about a lot of the time. <laughs> but I admit, <laughs> yeah, I know you. Right. I, I don't say, know what I'm talking about. I would about say here. he's more spontaneous. And I'm, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so when I Anal. you're more spontaneous. When I when I went into the show, I tried to make him sound as good as possible, which is a real feat. What? But uh, <laughs> I do do it, and. Um, on, on a good episode where he behaves, it's like two hours maybe to do the full episode. Uh, on a bad episode, it can be anywhere from six to 15. 15 hours is the amount of time I spent on our worst episode ever. Behaves? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, it seriously, it depends uh, how crazy or how amped up he has me before we start. Uh, and it's whatever topic we're, usually when we have a guest on, it's when it takes more time to edit because they're either Skyping in or if they come over, they're kind of not comfortable, so it takes a lot. He takes a lot of the ooh and ahs and, and dead space to make it just yeah, last under an hour. There's varying degrees of uh, skill at this as well. You know, some people are used to talking. 
So you have like podcasters come up and talk, like you saw them tell funny stories. Uh, they're all pretty good at it because they've been doing it for a long time. And they're used to being behind a microphone. But if you have amateur friends come over and do it, there's a lot of lulls and a lot of ums and ahs and things like that. So uh, I try to make everybody who comes on our show sound as good as possible. So I do a lot of editing. And most I, still shows, do most a lot shows of, don't. I still do a lot of um and ahs because there's times I'm thinking and I'm gone and then I forget it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I got nothing. <laughs> it happens. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You can, pick, you can come pick a prize yeah. if you want. Yes, We're asking a question. We got to get rid of this stuff. I don't, I don't need any of it. The other thing also happens <laughs> is when I'm doing voices. Like I am, you can pick another one, too. I'm trying to do one. voice acting as well. So I do different voices, different characters. So, you know, it happens. Any other questions? Yes, come on. We got three more things. We got three more things to give away. This he doesn't want to sell them. He wants to give them away. No. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to ask a question? Jenny. When is our next big event? Or when's your next kind of like big guest that you're having? Uh, well, we're, we're doing interviews here at the con, of course. You know, today we're talking to Alan Oppenheimer, which I'm super excited about. I'm nervous. There's your owl. Huh? There's your owl. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we talked about that briefly once before, uh, making that a shtick for the cons is to go around looking for people named Al. <laughs> we never did it, but we talked about it. Uh, you were interviewing Alan Oppenheimer. We're interviewing uh, the, the Man of Action guys, Joe Kelly, Joe Casey, uh, probably Med- Megan Hetrick. And I heard Becky Cloonan's supposed to be here today, so hopefully her as well. As far as people coming on the show, we have Tim Seeley lined up. We have uh, Steve Orlando's coming back on because he's going to be writing Supergirl. He's going to come talk to us about it. Mm-hmm. Frank wants to come back on as well. Um, Fred Van Lente wants to come on and talk about his new book, Weird Detective, which is excellent, by the way, if you haven't checked it out. You read it, Bill? Uh, it's so good. It's, it's my favorite thing he's ever written. Uh, I love it. Um, but yeah, we have, we have a lot of stuff like that. As far as cons, we will be at Amazing Con doing coverage as well as doing the booth for Grey Bear Comics. And by then, the full issue of Speak No Evil should be out, and we should be well on our way to making the second issue. There's a chance we might go to Alamo City, but I'm not sold on that yet. Johnny, you got a question? Yeah. My favorite interview. Uh, well, Steve Orlando is always an absolute pleasure to have on the show. Um, he's the writer of Midnight. He wrote a book called Undertow, Midnighter, and a book called Undertow. And he's now going to be doing Supergirl. Um, he's, he belongs here with us. Like He's the product of the 80s. He loves all the same things we do. He's in the same movies we are. Every time we talk to him, it's an absolute blast. So It's hard to pick which one of his is my favorite because we've had him on four times. But we mm-hmm. keep bringing him back because it's a blast every time. If you were going to go at a con interview, Greg Capullo. Yeah. Or Lou Ferrigno. Oh, God. Can I move this mic? <laughs> when, we did our very, when we did our very first interview at Comic Palooza, uh, I know the guy who runs Comic Palooza, which is how we got this even. And we did an interview with uh, Mike and Ming. And then immediately after that, we talked to Lou Ferrigno, who's the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. And he's such a sweetheart. He's the nicest man on earth. I wouldn't tell him that. He sits, he sits down. Well, he, I mean, he You're a sweetheart, Lou. He sits down to talk to us, and he goes... Can I move this? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, your microphone doesn't work. And I was like, well, yeah, the Hulk just broke it. <laughs> he did. But, yeah, I mean, not many people can say the Hulk broke their microphone. Hey, you guys didn't come get your thing. Anybody else? One more question. One more. One more. And then we can close this out. Who's your favorite podcaster of those three? I be- Boo! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's probably the right answer. You're never on. I'll break you. I think I've seen you she was once. You were on every- with me and you weren't there. Oh, because oh, I heard you were coming. I decided not to go. 
lame. You all y'all did was pick on him the entire time. <laughs> no, because he was just sitting there, and it was like unnerving. <laughs> all right, guys, no more questions. Nobody has anything to ask us. Just one more. Come on, come on, somebody, somebody. Nancy Bill, uh, Bill, you look like you have a question. Yeah, go, Bill. <laughs> Where is the horse? Oh, oh. stud farm. <laughs> what, it's an off day. It's an off day. <laughs> He's taking it. He worked hard yesterday. Merman is in the building. It's apparently, so is Batman. <laughs> All right, Bill. You can have the last print. This one's from James Lenares. All right, guys. Well, that's pretty much it for our show. Check us out. Uh, new episodes come out every single Monday. Like I said, you can find us on pretty much any podcatcher or at comicalpodcast.com. Follow us on our social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. You can have his licked kickstart if you really want it. <laughs> Who wants me to drink it and give it you to you? You want it? <laughs> there you go, boss. Yeah, there you go, man. Yeah. I like this guy. Who is this guy? My name's Avis. I'm on Speak Song. Huh. Avis, you're awesome. Thanks for coming out, man. I appreciate, so appreciate it. Yeah. it. Don't let mistake your mom. Thank you to everybody for coming out and supporting <laughs> us. I hope you guys had fun. Uh, I hope you know it wasn't too nerve-wracking listening to people tell their funny stories. Uh, I guess it was for a few people because they left, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> But anyways, thanks guys. You thanks guys want so you guys want to close us out since you guys are part of the guests this time. <laughs> our, our tagline is "Keep on laughing, bitches." So when I say, I'm gonna count down from three. When I get to one, everybody say "Keep on laughing, bitches." Let's gotta be loud. Yeah, scream it so like the whole convention center hears it. Three, two, one. Keep on laughing, bitches. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>